Welcome to the Talking Reef Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Weatherly. I'm going to continue with last week, well, not last week, but the last show. I haven't done a show in a couple weeks, but uh, the last show, the theme uh, along the lines of coral fragging. Now, I'm going to do a series of corals today, a whole bunch of different stuff ready for you. We're going to, it's going to be concentrated around the branching stony corals. Uh, and the type of corals that we're going to show you, or that I'm going to show you how to frag today, are going to be stuff like Acropora, Pocillopora, Montipora digitata, uh, and Seriotopora, known as a bird's nest. Uh, some of the things we're not going to get into, uh, you know, various other types of uh, branching stony corals. Um, the most of the stuff that we're going to concentrate on is the stuff that we would normally in the hobby call SPS coral. Uh, I'm not going to get into like Montipore Capricornus or anything like that because I don't have anything that's quite ready for me to frag. Although the concepts that you're going to learn in this show can be very easily applied to any and all of the other types. Uh, so with the, what I'm going to start with at this point is let's go through some of the common tools and supplies that we're going to need for our stony coral fragging. Uh, so let's take a look at what we got. Okay, and we're going to take a look at the tools here. First thing on the list that I'm going to show you is this is a standard uh, rotary tool, also known as a Dremel. Dremel is actually a brand name, but it's a type of rotary tool with uh, a little grinding wheel on it, cutting wheel actually. Uh, that's what we're going to use uh, for some of the stuff. Next item, standard pair, uh, box of uh, uh, latex, or actually these are non-latex gloves. These are from Costco, very cheap. I think I got a, a pack of like three of these, two or three of these boxes. Uh, these are, you know, larges, and some of the key things that I want to point out here, uh, they are uh, latex-free for anybody that has allergies to latex or anything like that. Uh, and an important thing here is that they are powder-free. Uh, we want to try to stay away from the powder stuff because it's, you know, we're going to be handling live coral and sticking our hands in the tank and stuff like that with these. So um, these specifically are non-sterile. I'm not too concerned about that at this point. It's more to protect the corals from me. Uh, and uh, and you know so on and so forth. So uh, these are large. This is what I use. Um, pretty good stuff. You know, real cheap. You can get at Costco. Uh, next on the list, super glue gel. Uh, this is actually from the Dollar Store or Dollar Tree or Dollar General or wherever, whatever it's called in your place, or your neck of the woods. Uh, for a dollar, I got these three tubes. Uh, they are the nice thing about these is they're actually almost completely full. Uh, which is more than I can say for a lot of the other brands. So it's a good deal here. There's a load of different types of super glue gels out there. Uh, frankly, it doesn't matter. Get whatever you want to get. Um, the next I'm going to show you is this here. This is something that you can usually find online or in, in, a, in a local fish store. Uh, this is you know, an epoxy putty. Uh, I'm not going to be using this for any of the fragging that I'm doing because uh, nothing that I have, it's, it's, it's a, not really appropriate. The idea here is we take out the tube and you can see that there's a dark gray outer and then a light whitish inner. What happens is you cut a piece off, you, you use it like a putty and you mix it all up and that's what activates uh, the, the epoxy and, and, and gets it to start and harden up. So you'd mix that up and you'd place it on there and you'd stick your frag inside that putty and it'll harden up inside your tank. The, there's some catches to this stuff and you don't want to use it, you really don't want to use it any place where you're going to have live tissue touching because it's going to kill it. Uh, so if you're, you know, other stuff that we're not going to be talking about today. Uh, we got a pair of tweezers, some of my favorite tweezers. 
nice, long, easy to work with. I have another type like this. Not so easy to work with, but they have their uses. Then, standard scissors. These are, well, not standard scissors. These are actually um, very sharp, small, um, very pointy, accurate, uh, precise scissors. Uh, I use these a lot of times when I have to get into the tank and do uh, some cutting, and I'll show you where that applies in a minute. Let's move on down the line a little bit here. Okay, some more of the stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, some frag mounts. I've got a whole bunch of different stuff for you. Here's some of the mounts that we're not going to be using today, but I wanted to show them to you. Uh, these are two types that I made. The color difference is because this one has been sitting in my frag tank, um, but I wanted to show you. These are ones that I made. It's agrocrete. Uh, in uh, an egg shell or you know egg case egg carton and you fill it up with the cement and then you can poke a hole in the top and it kind of gives you a place to, to stick stuff in and, and mount it like that I'm not really going to be using that this time uh, here's the same thing a different type of mixture but same concept no hole in the top uh, and then some of the plugs that I showed you on the Colt coral fragging video again these can be these are actually pretty good when you're doing stony coral uh, if the intention is to get rid of them. Uh, now, my intention is, I'll probably actually get rid of these, but it's not going to be a big sale thing, so it's probably going to be handing them off. And again, I'm going to be using my Marcos Rocks. Uh, many of you remember that's what I used before for the Colt Coral Fragging. Uh, and I'm going to continue to use these. Uh, and I, what I've done is I picked out a couple different frag mounts. Now, one of the things I didn't really explain before is, you know, picking out the right kind. Now, one of the things you want to be careful, you know, think about is what is the coral that you're going to be putting on here? What is it going to be doing? So one of the things that I do is look for ones that are going to sit flat, um, you know, that have a nice level because they're going to be going somewhere. You know, these rocks are good because they're going to sit flat. They're also, you know, they've got a nice dynamic texture on the bottom, so they'll hook onto other rocks and stuff like that. But we've got you know points in here where we can mount frags into there's a nice little nook in there you can set the the frag in there and glue it in there um, this one's the same way it's got a nice it'll sit flat and there's a nice little hole on the top uh, and it'll make more sense as we start doing the corals and you can see what I targeted each one of these rocks for moving on paper towel always good to have um, our plastic Rubbermaid or Tupperware container uh, this is actually one of those glad disposable ones as you can see, it needs to be disposed of. <laughs> it's kind of dirty, but uh, whatever, it still works. Um, and as I mentioned before, a box of Marcos rocks. And of course, we've got the towel on the bottom, another important thing. Uh, so that's about it for the supplies. Let's take a look at the corals we're going to be doing. Okay, and some of the stuff that we're going to be doing here, I'll just show you some of it right out of my tank here. Uh, right up in front here, we've got uh, an Acropora. That's a, a green slimer that we're going to be taking care of there. We're going to do some fragging on that. That one I'm actually going to do out of the tank. And right back back in here there's a, a nice colony of Poslopora. We're going to be doing some of that. That's going to come out of the tank to be fragged also. Uh, back up here we've got a purple tipped Montipora digitata. That's going to be fragged in the tank. I'm going to show you how to do that. And then over here, right back here, we've got a colony of Seriotopora. Uh, and that's going to be done in the tank also. So that being said, let's uh, get some of the stuff together and get it over to the area we're going to cut it up. Okay, here we are. We got our Acropora. 
this is a green Slimer Acropora Yangi. What we're going to do is we're going to first find our cut point. I chose this one to do first because we're going to do this one with a rotary tool. Uh, it's a pretty tough stony coral. Uh, you can use the bone cutters if you have them. I don't, I don't have any, but what we're going to do is use, uh, use the rotary tool because that gets through them uh, nice, uh, real good. Uh, the point that we're going to pick to cut here is going to be this branch right here. The reason I'm picking this one is because it's got a flat bottom and then a little curve up on the top. There's really no hard, fast rules as to which point you want to cut. I could take this piece down here, uh, this one over here, and really any of these outer uh, branches that I, uh, that I want. But uh, uh, you'll see in a minute why I'm choosing uh, this branch right here. So let's go ahead and get our tool. Make sure you use whatever protective gear is necessary, glasses, so on and so forth, so you don't injure yourself when doing this. We'll turn that on, we're going to make our cut. See if I can get that closer for you. Really the idea is to go nice and slow and get right through it. There we go. Okay, now you want to get you want to get the colony back in the water as soon as you can. I'm going to put it down on my sump for now. It's going to sit there, and I'm only putting it there just because uh, uh, I'm in the process of doing all this, and I'll get it back into the tank in a moment. Uh, so that frag piece is done. I tossed it in my little bucket of water, but just to show you, here we go. So that's the frag, a nice quick cut right through there. And that's what we're dealing with. The thing with the rotary tool, you want to go quick. Uh, try to get you know carefully through that. Uh, this blade, or the cutting wheel that's on here, is, is really a little bit too small. It's kind of uh, worn down quite a lot. Uh, it made it a little bit difficult for me because it didn't go all the way through um, through the coral. It was kind of, I was kind of stuck you know, like right about here, and there's a little bit left, and I had to kind of wrap it around until it broke off. Either way, we got through it. Not a big deal. Let's move on to the next one, and then we'll show you how they all mount. Okay, we're going to quickly move on to the next coral on the list. This is the Pasolopora. Uh, pretty big colony. Nothing real fancy here. What we're just looking for is a nice little branch that we can go ahead and pop off. Now, we're not going to, these ones are pretty fragile. You don't have to try too hard to get them to break. Uh, you can use the scissors, you can actually even use the tweezers, pick your point, and just twist and snap. Now it's not quite as precise, and you usually take off a little bit more than you intend, uh, but we're not going to use the Dremel on it, because there's really not a lot of spacing in here. You get that in there and you're going to cut up everything around it. So let's go ahead and pick an area uh, that we want to cut. Go ahead and take this little branch that's right here. I'm going to go ahead and work right in here up to the to the base. Probably not going to show very well. I'm not sure, but we're going to go ahead and cut right there. I'm going to take this down here. There we go. Okay, and the piece flew away a little bit, and that's basically what we have. Nice little piece. 
popped off and then put that in our bucket little container over here. I'm going to put this back in the tank and I'm going to take you over and we're going to do some in-tank. Oh, look, we even got an extra one. This happens quite frequently. Um, stuff like this, rather fragile, setting it down, whatever. We ended up with an extra frag, so how about that? Alright, well, I'm going to go ahead and put this back in the tank and we're going to do some in-tank fragging. I've got two different colonies that we're going to do in there. Say hi, Mr. Clownfish! <laughs> Alright, well, as you can see right here in the back, uh, this is the coral that we're going to be cutting. I'm actually going to break off this little branch that you can see right there. I'm going to cut it right at the bottom there. I'm going to go ahead and jump in there and do that. What I'm going to use is the scissors. And for the, for the acro, I'm sorry, the Montipore Digitata, uh, actually we really don't even need scissors usually. They'll usually snap right off. Just going to go right down at the bottom here. See, just like that. Oh, and it fell. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get that one. Nope, I think I lost that one. We're gonna, I'm going to dig for that for a second, and uh, we'll move on. Okay, we got a little branch right here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, use that. I'm going to take that over and, and uh, set that aside. It's actually funny, you can see all the slime coming off of the green slimer, and that's why they call it a green slimer. Alright, now we're going to move over here, take a look back there. This is the Seriotopora bird's nest coral. That's the one we're going we're gonna to frag. I'm actually going to move here because we're going to take it off of a spot right up here in front. You should be able to see it. It's right down here. Okay, spots right up in front, right down here. Maybe give you a little better angle. Yeah, that's probably a little better there. Now, again, this one's really simple. You can do tweezers or bone cutters or anything like that to get these. You just want to find a good point inside there. Yeah, like I've got right here kind of a bad glare sorry about that I know there's a lot of bubbles in there I had a diatom filter running for a while and it was blowing some air in there okay so you can see the spot where I'm gonna cut I'm gonna do the same thing a little bit of a twist there we go took off you know this is something that's actually very common took off more than more than what I was uh, shooting for not a big deal though uh, that's what we're gonna work with and then uh, we'll set that aside and we'll we'll move on over back and start mounting these okay let's go ahead and get some of these frags going I'm gonna go ahead and start with this rock I showed you earlier this is gonna be for the Acropora now what we're gonna start with is some paper towel we've got our towel underneath we're gonna get our coral frag out of there there it is right there now, the idea of the paper towel and the toweling is that we're going to need to dry off a small spot on the bottom. Now, obviously we can see that this is the top. It's got more of the coral lights on it. You can see those. Now, if we look at the bottom, the bottom's pretty smooth. And that's actually where we're going to go. Now, there's two different types and two different methodologies when, when mounting these types of coral frags. Uh, there's different ideas, different concepts, whatever. This is the way that I'm going to show you for this one is going to be a horizontal mounting. 
So what we're going to do is we need to get an area on the bottom that's right, uh, fairly dried off. That's going to be so that the glue sticks to it. And then the idea is that the horizontal mounting is going to be like this. Now, given that idea, you can see why I picked the one that's got the little leader going up. Now the concept behind this is that mounted like this, these coral lights will actually start growing up horizontally and you'll lead to a full-size colony faster. Uh, I've done some corals like this and it works pretty good that way. The other concept is mounting it straight up, such as this, in which case you actually have to grow an encrusting base all the way around this before more um, branches can start coming up. So which way is better? It doesn't matter. This way usually will give you upward branches faster because they can grow right out of there. So I'm going to go ahead and grab some of the glue. This is some of the old tube that I have. I'm going to see if i got any more left in there. I'm going to put it right on the base if I've got any more left in this tube. Nope, I think that one's pretty much done for. That's okay. I've got another one ready. We're going to go ahead and get that one going. And we're going to put, like I said, some along the base. I usually do some along the base and then some on the rock. Um, you can do it either way. It depends on how you want to mount it, if you know where it's going to sit. Okay. So, again, the important thing is noting the contact points where the frag is going to touch the rock. We've got a little spot right up here where we're going to need a little bit more glue. So I'm going to go ahead and get that. Sorry about that glare. And a little drop right there. So, there it is. I'm going to go ahead and close it in right there. So now we've got glue right here and right there on our contact points. Now something that we can do, something that's cool about uh, the super glue is water activates it and gets it to uh, you know, kick off a lot faster. So what I do is I take a little bit of water with a little dropper here and I just drop water right over where I put the glue. Just like that. And I just flush water over it. There we go. Alright, let's put that one back in here. Move on to the next coral. Next one that we're going to do is the two little pieces of Pasolopora. Got those both right there. These ones I'm actually going to use the vertical mounting technique. We got our rock. Just need to pick the two little points where the corals are going to go. And I'm thinking here and then I'm probably going to put another one down here. So we got the two points there. So I'm going to go ahead and mount these. These are pretty simple, same concept. We've got the cut area. We just want to dry that off. 
put a dab of glue on that. And then we're going to go ahead and mount that. And it's sticking to my glove, so let's go ahead and put a little bit more glue. My glove was sticking to it and it kind of kept pulling it off. Now I said a dab of glue, but it's actually, I'm sure as you can see, a lot more because what happens is when you squish it in here, you can squish the glue around it. It helps get a good secure fit. There we go. Okay, and then I'm just going to, let's see if we can zoom in here a little bit. Okay, and then I'm just going to use this last little piece here, and I'm going to get that on there too. And I'm thinking I might just put it right up in this corner back here. So I got a nice little nook in there that I can work with. So same thing here. I'm going to go ahead and dry that, that base off. There's the base. I'm just going to get some, dry that off. Put some glue on that. Nice big dab of glue. And I'm going to go ahead and set it in there. Okay, now there we go. Now the same idea, we're going to use the water dropper and I'm going to go ahead and drop water right over top of these corals, both frags. It'll drip down, it'll help kick off that, uh, that glue, and this one's going to go into the bucket. Okay. The next one that we're going to do, the, uh, I'm sorry, Montipore Digitata. This one right here. These are the ones that I usually consider the weeds of my tank. I can't, these things grow faster than I can, than I can manage. So what we're going to do basically the same kind of a cross between. I'm just going to find a good spot here. Something like that looks good. See that there? Okay, so this one is a common common way that I have to do these is I find the place where I want it, pick my couple of my contact points, make sure that the everything's dried off, put some glue. And the contact points. Now these are the two places where I know it's going to be touching. Take the coral frag. That's pretty well dried off at this point, but uh, there we go. And that's just going to sit right back where I put it, base and then the top, just like that. Same thing again. Do some water drops. 
Uh, again, we don't have to do the water drops. As soon as I put it into the bucket, it's going to get the water on it. But what I find is that moving it around and picking it up has a tendency to knock them off. Not so much on this one, but like the one we just did with the little branches standing up. You know, it can help set it off and make it a little bit more stable. Again, not a required step, but uh, something that something that I do and I find a little useful. Okay, last one we're going to do the Seria tapora. Again, this is the one that's also known as a bird's nest. And here it is right here. That's the bottom and that's the top. So again, this is actually a pretty good one. You see all those little branches coming off of there? Those are all going to grow up for me. So I'm going to go ahead and pick a good way to stick this one on there. Something like that, probably. Let's find the contact points. We're going to go on this side here, right in here, and then right back here. So that's where I'm going to put the glue. So I'm going to go back there, up front here, and then right back here. Dry off the bottom, the coral. And let's go ahead and place that on there. Okay. Same thing, do some water drops on right where the contact points are. And go right down here. And then in the back. All right, and that's it. And that's going to go into our bucket also. Okay, here's another quick look at what we've we've done today. We've got our Montipora digitata, our Acropora yangi, Pasilipora, and some Seriatipora. So those are going to sit in there for a, a little bit longer uh, to make sure that they're uh, good and stable, a couple more minutes. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put them into my frag tank. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, we went through a lot of different stuff today. I hope you learned a lot. Uh, the next one I plan on doing some candy cane or trumpet coral uh, to get some uh, different type in there uh, so you can see how some of the other stuff works. Uh, but that's, it's really pretty much the same idea uh, in that you pretty much exclusively do a vertical mounting. Oh, gloves, I don't need these anymore. Um, we're going to do the vertical mounting. It's, it's, it's really simple. These, the concepts that you just learned here can be applied to pretty much any type of stony coral that, that you were going to run into. Now, of course, there's some exceptions, so you want to keep in mind, uh, pay attention to what you're doing, think about it, look at, pay attention to what the future growth pattern is going to be. Some of the other questions that came up from the last, uh, the last uh, fragging video that we did are along the lines of how big do you make the frag? Sorry, I'm kind of cleaning up some stuff as I finish recording this. Uh, but it's like how big do you make the frag and where do you cut it from? I think we, cut, we, we covered some of those points. 
where you cut it from, you want to look for the, the branch that's in a shape that you want it. Think of how you're going to mount it if you're going to do a vertical or horizontal mounting. Keep that in mind. Uh, how big do you make it? It's really up to you. And Look at the intentions of what you're planning on doing with it. If you're planning on selling it or uh, something like that, then you might want to go a little bit smaller and, and take more frags because you have more of them and you can make a couple more bucks off of them. Uh, something I do want to say to everybody uh, that they watch this video, please do not get the idea that you're going to turn in and become the next big online coral selling company and fragging and doing this stuff. It's a lot of work. There's a lot involved in it. There's a lot in shipping and there's no money to be made uh, unless you're doing it you know, at a, at a large scale. If you look at all the time and energy that's invested in uh, the stuff that we keep here, you know, take your frags, give them to your friends, trade them locally, sell them to your buddies online at the forum, stuff like that. Uh, you know, if you wanna try to make a couple bucks off it, that's totally fair. Uh, that's a good way to help recoup some of your costs. Just be careful with the whole idea of I'm gonna get rich and, and you know, cause it's probably not gonna happen. Uh, so just stay realistic there. Uh, but if it's for your own use, uh, make them bigger. It's, you know, again, the size is really up to you. The way you mount them is really up to you. Just really, you know, like I said, pay attention to what you're planning on doing with it, where it's gonna go, how it's gonna fit in your tank. Uh, if it's gonna stay in your tank permanently, then you can kind of pay attention to the rock that you're gonna mount it. Maybe you can mount it on a lot bigger rock and just kind of keep it on top with the plan that over the next six to 12 to 24 months, it's gonna double or triple in size. And you can kind of help sculpt your tank like that. Uh, as a lot of you saw, uh, when we were doing the bird's nest coral, the Seria topora, I kind of have that growing right through uh, a Montipora capricornis that's growing around there. Uh, many of you uh, have seen pictures where you have uh, corals, you know, various different types of corals that are intertwined and stuff like that, and these are ways of doing it. If I remember correctly, a forum member on the Talking Reef, uh, Victoria, had a uh, Montipora capricornis on, you know, growing around the, the cup, and then inside of it was mounted some, I think it was Acropora milla, millipora, I'm not really sure, but there was something growing out of the inside of it, and that's actually a common practice. So again, keep in mind what you're doing, where it's gonna go in the tank, and so on and so forth. Um, I hope I answered most of the questions on there. Uh, if you do a lot of fragging, uh, you really might want to look at something to, to manage potential infections. There's a couple things you can do, adding a little bit of extra iodine dose to your tank if you dose iodine, uh, add it to your frag tank, uh, whatever. Uh, that'll help with some infections. You want to be careful not to overdose. Iodine is, is a potentially dangerous if it went overdosed. Well, like, pretty much anything is. Um, but that's something that I've done in the past to help protect with it. I usually don't have too many problems. If your system is not healthy to begin with, then you might not want to be cutting up and, and leaving open wounds uh, you know, on the, on the corals themselves. Uh, the other thing that I want to mention that uh, has come up before, a lot of people have frag tanks that are actually completely separate than their main tank. Now, if you frag up a coral and you move it to another tank, it usually has to be acclimated to that tank. You don't want to just take a coral out and plop it in a new tank. Uh, that's as, as bad as taking a coral home from, the, from your local fish store and plopping it into your tank. The water is different, the chemistry is different. Uh, that on top of the fact that the coral is already quite stressed from being fragged in the beginning, it may spell disaster. So just pay attention to what you're doing. 
Uh, if you want to put it in a, in a grow out tank, that's fine. What I usually recommend is do the fragging. Keep the new cuttings, the fresh cut frags, in the original display tank along with the parent colony. Uh, and then once they heal up and they start getting a little bit better after two, three, four, six weeks, then move it into your grow out tank. And that way you can free up some room in the tank, in your display tank. So, all right, I think I babbled on long enough. That's gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this show for this week. Uh, if you have questions, comments, anything regarding this show, uh, anything that I haven't covered that you want to see more of, like I said, I'm going to be doing uh, some trumpet candy cane corals uh, in the future, hopefully uh, in the next few weeks. Let me know if you want to see anything else. If I have it, we'll do it. Uh, anyways, for the Talking Reef Podcast, my name is Rob Weatherly. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.